Hey everybody, um, you may notice that this is not the normal time we drop episodes, and that's because this is not a normal episode of Here's What You Do. This is in fact a sort of an addendum to this week's episode because there were some things that we thought needed addressing sooner rather than later. Um, we had some feedback about uh, some of our advice last week, uh, incredibly valid feedback, and we thought we should uh, get together and have a discussion about it before uh, we get to next week's episode. Uh, so to start us off, I think Stephen has something that he has prepared. Yeah, thanks, Shane. And hey, everyone, it's Stephen here. Um, to make sure that I'm accurately communicating what I want to uh, share with you guys, as well as my apology, I actually wrote it down, and I'm going to read it to you all first before we open up to discussion. Before we get into it, I would like to take some time first to address my advice from last week's episode and apologize for how it has hurt many of you. I care deeply about each of you and am sorry for how this has affected you. Last week, a listener sent in a question asking what to do when you are living in a rural area and there is a person in your life who is racist and homophobic. The question that was asked was particularly personal to me because I grew up as one of the only Asian Americans in a predominantly white neighborhood and experienced racism on a daily basis. Every day, I came across people who were prejudiced against me, and I was deeply hurt. I wrestled with how to handle this in a community where these hurtful behaviors were so normalized. Over time, though, I realized that through conversations, it became apparent whether these people were simply ignorant or if they had malicious intent. Oftentimes, I found that it came from an ignorant place, and through education and exposure to different perspectives, they eventually shed those ways. For instance, Many of my friends from my hometown who once harbored toxic views and behaviors have since changed and have continued to do the active work of learning and unlearning these behaviors. That is why, if it seems like someone is willing to learn and change, I am willing to stay friends with them, call out their behaviors, and hopefully see them grow. I know that it is not my responsibility or that of the marginalized community to do this. It's important to set your own boundaries, and this is where I set mine. On the flip side, there are many people whose viewpoints never change nor are they willing to learn how to change. These are the types of toxic people who I am ready to cut out whenever possible and would encourage you to do the same. I hope this context helps clarify a bit more on where I stand. Regardless, the damage is done. Again, I am deeply sorry to anyone that I have hurt through my words on this podcast last week. First, I specifically want to address how I wrongly describe racism and homophobia as a set of beliefs or value system. At its core, homophobia and racism are forms of bigotry and hatred, and there is no tolerance for them in the world we live in. I did not mean to downplay the toxicity, and I'm sorry for the hurt my words caused. Secondly, I'm sorry that my response implied that you should stay friends with toxic and bigoted people. I did not mean to insinuate that I condone or support these behaviors in any way. I do not. And I have made it very clear with anyone that I come across that this is not okay. I know how much it hurts when someone attacks you for an unchangeable part of who you are, and I know that many of you have experienced this hurt too many times. No one deserves that. I'm sorry for letting you down, and I promise to keep listening and growing. Yeah, so uh, it's been a fairly rotten week here, knowing that we have uh, hurt anyone Uh we, I think it's safe to say that we started this company uh, wanting to make stuff that makes people feel less alone. Um, 
and fostering this fun little community. I think a lot of people have placed their trust in us and to know that we whiffed so very hard on releasing this episode this week is, uh, it feels terrible. Uh, and I, I, for one, would like to apologize because I, uh, if I had thought that when we were recording that podcast, that it would uh, make anyone out there feel like less of a person or like we were condoning something that they deal with on a daily basis that makes their life a living hell. Uh, I, of course I would have said, hey, let's not release this. And the fact that I did not uh, pick up on that uh, is indicative that I fucked up immensely and clearly have a lot to to learn <laughs> and uh i'm not a perfect human i think we tend to try to tackle these things in a way that is slightly fun uh and i think we may have i think we answered a question very quickly that we probably could have talked about for a very long time and i tend to do the thing where we all know it's a funny joke about how when we answer a serious question, I really kind of kick back and stare off, uh, which is all funny and cute until uh, uh, something should probably be addressed or I should dig deeper or maybe there was clumsy language in it that uh, could indicate something uh, incredibly hurtful. Um, uh, so I apologize. There's an, I mean, there's countless, I wrote out a list of, of things we have fucked up on this week. Um, it's been, it's been, it's, it's all on us. Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to make excuses here. Um, except that I'm saying, uh, my excuse is that I fucked up horribly and, uh, need to clearly think about what led to this. Uh, we've been talking about this all week. Uh, this was not an easy thing. We weren't like, all right, well, let's get on the horn and, uh, <laughs> tackle this one. Uh, it's been, a, it's been incredibly hard and, uh, we've been reading the feedback and, uh, it's, it's fairly devastating to know that, uh, that we have put something out there that would elicit this response or make people feel the way it did. Uh, I, I, I cannot apologize enough for causing this to happen. Uh, I can continue here. I, I can, we can, I can, we can open it up. I, I think, I, I, let's all, let's all talk a little bit. I had sort of jotted some stuff down. I think it's worth talking about this as more as a, more of a conversation, probably the conversation that should have happened in the episode. But if you have any, anything you'd like to say up top, get it out there mine was a bit of a rambling mess but but if no you have... i mean i was the other person on the podcast and you know i know that we have had a similar situation crop up before and it, be it came out of us pushing something through too quickly and not taking a situation that was serious seriously enough and um after that it was a it was a bell ringer for all of us to realize that we need to be taking this more seriously and be more careful with our language and i've tried to help 
in that process by listening and being more careful and more astute when it comes to how things could be heard and interpreted and, and what we mean versus what we say. And um, I'm devastated. I'm devastated that I was part of something and was part of putting out content that hurt people, hurt people that we care so much about. We love our fan base and um, value the fact that you guys come from all walks of life and all countries and continents and that our space is such a safe, supportive space. And it's because we want it to be. It's because that's what we've pushed it to be. And the fact that we put out content that hurt any of you and made you feel less than is the antithesis of what any of us believe. And um, it's unthinkable and devastating that we let something go out that had that effect. And looking back on it, we couldn't, I couldn't be more sorry. Hmm. I couldn't. And um, I want to thank everybody who has taken time out of their week to give us their thoughts, give us their feedback, tell us how this has hurt them. Tell us how this has made them question things and wonder about us. And it's been a really difficult week to sit and sift through everything and read everything and hear everything that you guys have been saying because we've lived and died with it. And we are devastated by it. Um, but we're not sitting with that devastation. We are using it and growing from it. And this is not something that we want to happen again. It's unforgivable that it happened once. And we want to promise that we're going to do better. And that we will in the future. Uh, it was a wake-up call that we could be a lot more careful and take this take giving you guys advice a lot more seriously and that was an instance where the co the topic should not have been baked into a 15 minute section on a podcast it should yeah. have been given a lot more room to breathe and it should involved it should have involved perspectives of the people those most affected by it and i'm saying that not for um anybody else in the team but me because i know that i don't reflect the people who were the most affected by what we said this week and um it it's not my place so thank you again everybody who has taken time and has shared and has been a part of our community we are very very grateful to you and again, we could not be more sorry that you have spent any time hurting this week because of us. Well, uh, Ryan, did you listen to this week's podcast? <laughs> you know, Shane, I did not. <laughs> but I did walk into uh, a burning building like that gif of Donald Glover when he walks. <laughs> when he walks. I guess the point of this is I should never go on vacation ever again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But um, no, <clears throat> look, um, yeah, I mean, I was not on the podcast um, and I was not there and I wasn't able to listen to it before it went out. But as a co-founder of this company, like Katie said, I'm still one of the gatekeepers of the content that comes out of this place. 
Um, we created this place to make things that would bring good into the world, but more importantly, we made this place to give people a safe space on the internet. Um, so when I found out what had happened, I mean, like Katie, I was, I was really hurt by it. Um, and I just want to fully address how sorry I am, um, all four of us, the company, are for the hurt that anybody felt as a result of what was said. Um, I don't like hurting people. That's just, that's just what it comes down to. Um, you know, I am a person of color, but, and, I, and I can't speak for the LGBTQ community, but, you know, as Steven said in his statement, he experienced racism on almost a daily basis. And for me, I won't say it was daily, but it's something that I definitely lived with my entire life. So I know what it feels like to have people make you feel less than or um, just, just, make, just make you feel awful. Um, and to know that a lot of people who support us also share that feeling, have also carried those emotions with them and those false beliefs um, that have been put upon them their entire lives to this moment and to know that they tuned in for what they thought was going to be a fun time listening to this podcast and were let down and disappointed to see you know a company that they looked up to um, disappoint them and hurt them and to know that <laughs> while I wasn't there in person I was there in spirit and that hurts that really hurts it, it um, and like Shane said, this is probably the discussion that should have happened on the podcast. For me personally, um, I could honestly say that you know there is nobody in my life that I believe even even in the smallest instance has any feelings of hate, of homophobia or racism. Um, and if there were, I would confront them and if you know give them the opportunity to change. And if they didn't change, then. They're done. They're gone. That's that's just, and I'm fortunate that that's how um, my life has gone so far. And to see that you know the place that I helped built and a person I respect in Stephen, you know, was made to 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 seem that he harbors those those feelings of hatred as as his own belief, um, or that this company harbors those beliefs, which is simply not true, um, was also just. I mean, for lack of a better word, devastating. And, you know, sometimes it just feels like sorry is not enough. By saying sorry, I'm not trying to immediately get back in good graces or make excuses for the behavior. What I'm hoping the sorry means to you is that you know that not only myself, but all four of us acknowledge the fact that we hurt you. And we're sorry for that. That's what we're sorry for. Um, and it just hurts even more because, you know, I know myself and as Steven said in particular, we felt that hurt before. And so to know that we've, you know, then perpetrated that ourselves, even if in an in, in indirect fashion, it sucks. It sucks. So. I'd just like to add unambiguously that racists, biggest homophobes are fucking donkeys. There's no eggshells to step on there. I don't think no, that that's... No, I mean, it's... 
There's not it's, a few, there's a lot of things in life that are not black and white, but that is one of the few that's black and white. <laughs> the feelings yeah. that so, people shouldn't exist on earth because of who they are just yeah. is wrong, flat out, full stop. They so, do not, yeah. it's, in, just, in it's just wrong. Yeah, so in addition to our apologies, if there was still any clarification on either my personal policy or our personal policy on how we feel about those feelings, I hope that that is clear um, in addition to, um, but not in place of recognizing that even believing that we still were capable of causing great harm and did and um you know will not stop feeling sorry for that but that is my official policy on that it's a good policy when you make mistakes you should be able to own up to them and truly apologize and realize you did something wrong and i hope that by us talking to you guys like this you can see that um, we felt the weight of our mistake here we know it was wrong and we're doing our best to correct it, even if it's not enough. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's fair to say it's opened up uh, a dialogue about people who uh, are unable to cut pe certain people out of their lives, uh, which is, you know, it's a conversation to be having. And there's, you know, there's people who do believe that people can change and that it's worth trying to, like Stephen said, that some some of that is rooted in ignorance some of that is rooted in people who simply maybe haven't gotten out of outside of their town and talked to people but i i do not begrudge people who want to try to change people um I, it's here's it's, what i'll say it yeah. just because it, it brought up an interesting thought in my head i think everyone should believe in a person's capacity to change everyone has the capacity to change but when a person mm -hmm. shows that they're unwilling to change that's when it's time to, frankly, get them the fuck out. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to give the chance. I think everyone deserves a chance. But if they're not willing to put the work in, I can't make them change. It's not my job to make them change. Um, they got to want that for themselves. And if they don't want that for themselves, if they want to hold hate in their heart, then get the fuck out of here. Um, that's it. And, and I do agree with that um, 100%. That the people who are unwilling to change should get the f out and um, even for this you won't you won't say the f word <laughs> this is not the time to push deep okay. into no, sorry let's not it's unnatural sorry. i think one thing i saw and, and by the way um the past few days i have been doing my best to listen and grow and and really understand everybody's perspective um i spent a lot of time on the discord and the youtube comments and as much time on twitter to really hear people out because I, my words, my actions on the podcast, what I said really hurt a lot of people. Um, and I understand that I was too careless with the way that I describe things. I, I should have spent some time before the podcast additionally preparing for this question and I didn't. And that is a huge, huge, um, misstep on my part i'm so glad that this community was here to keep me accountable for my words because this is something that we could have just put out and it could have just been thrown out there into the ether and we never thought twice about it and we wouldn't be able to grow from it 
you know, me personally and us as a company. I'm devastated by the, the thought that people think that I condone racism and homophobia when I do want to just be clear that I 1000% do not. And, and, and to like, you know, kind of reemphasize what Katie was saying, people who hold those beliefs should get the F out. And okay. uh, I think the way that I expressed that in the last episode, that was lost. I don't want to continue being the same person. And especially now, um, knowing that, you know, Stephen on Monday ha has hurt so many people, I don't want to be that person. And, and I understand, like, you know, it's going to take more than just me saying it here on the podcast that, hey, I'm a better person now. This is, that's not true, right? Like, I'm going to take the time. Only through time will I be able to uh, get better. I'll also say that I think part of our job in, in learning and growing is also identifying part of what we struggled with this week, which is, um, you know, it's, it, it is kind of just the four of us here. Um, and, you know, it's great because we love each other. And so, you know, it's a fun team, but we also do, you know, lack some perspectives in, in our team and on our channel and it definitely you know it resonates in moments like this when we don't have people from all walks of life the way we do in our fan base and uh you know that's something that we have discussed previously and it's a big priority for us to to fix and to work on and it's something that we are actively thinking about and trying to find ways and and there was some groundwork laid to, to bring on more people and to expand our talent pool. And um, it's been harder with COVID. <laughs> that certainly got sidelined. Um, it's not an excuse. It's just what happened. And uh, that's something that I think we have to, you know, take a harder look at as we go forward and we make more stuff is making sure that we find voices to, that, we, that we don't have and, and that other stories get heard and um, make sure that's a key, a core feature of our content. I can't agree with that more. Um, yeah. Like we've long talked on other places about how we can't wait to expand the company um, beyond the three of us just for that purpose so that we could have different perspectives and voices. Sort of the, the blueprint toward making ourselves a more a company that is more reflective of the world and the kinds of people that we care about. Um, I'm going to try a lot harder to not be a, a doormat uh, when it comes to conversations like these. I tend to, um, uh, at least on the podcast, like I said, I do tend to sort of kick back and stare out the window. Uh, and I... Uh, when it comes to things like this, I will make an effort to to engage a little more and pay a little more attention to what we're talking about. Um, Maybe buy some was, blinds. Excuse or some, me? Or some curtains for the window. So, right there. Um, it's also tough because we know Stephen Lim 
Stephen Lim, we know him to be an absolute little sweetie man. Um, I think Stephen, honestly, sometimes is, is a little too pure, to be quite honest. I think you see the good in people to an almost debilitating fashion. You and I butt heads all the time. That's why we started this podcast. You're an optimist. I'm a pessimist. I know we don't always fall into those roles, but you assume the good, and I usually, you know, see humanity a little bit uh, darker. But um, with always seeing the good and seeing the, the possibility for change, which in, in, in certain aspects is a good thing, it could also be harmful. So, um, and that's, that's just an interesting thing to grasp because there are people who don't want to change. There are people who truly do believe in hate and that's it. Yeah. For me, going to that conversation, I think what was lost um, in that conversation was that I... I in no means am trying to condone behaviors of people who are exhibiting behaviors that are representative of racism and homophobia. As your full-time co-host, Katie had, was filling in, but it was certainly, certainly on me to, to sort of uh, ask you to elaborate or ask you to clarify certain things as opposed to just sort of watching the clock tick down and say, all right, well, we spent yeah. about 11 minutes on that question. Uh, why don't right. we wrap it up so I can go eat some macaroni here? Uh, it's, it's, it was a failing on my part to, to not poke holes in it or ask you to elaborate on things. Um, and it was a failing on me to clearly say the wrong thing. Well. And um, I, I can't say sorry enough for what I said. And I know that you're trying to give me a little bit of rope um, as it was my second podcast. <laughs> but I did pick the question, and I picked it because I thought it was a topic that a lot of people are dealing with, and I wanted to try and see if we couldn't land on some advice um, that could feel really salient in this time. But We couldn't. We didn't. I couldn't. Like we didn't, <laughs> we, we didn't we and we couldn't. blew it. We blew yeah. it. And, yeah. um, you know, I think there's there's learning there in, in trying to rush in and have an opinion on something that is far too deep to do in 11 minutes and on a podcast like this. And so I'm not saying that I think it's flawed that we try to give serious answers to, to serious questions. But I think when it's something like this, it was flawed to believe that you know, on my second podcast ever, I could rush in with a question addressing topics that I have very little to no personal experience with. And so, you know, I, 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 I so apologize for that. That also goes into what you were saying, though, and that you and Shane don't come from the perspectives that were hurt. We don't. So, which is why diversity is so important. Um, it not only makes better content, but it makes more inclusive content and for content sure. that is for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not to say that we're, thank you, Katie, by the way, and it's not to say that we're not going to cover these kinds of topics in the future, but we do need to set the stage correctly, and we also need to make sure we have the right perspectives to talk about it. I don't want to take this experience and, because of all of the response, shy away from it. I don't want to um, come out of this and say, I'm never going to talk about racism and homophobia again because I don't know how to do it. 
I'm sorry that I had to struggle and fail so hard and hurt so many people to get better. Um, but I intend to get better from this and to be able to have these conversations and be more understanding and use the correct language to describe um, the correct situations. Uh, it's also, I think, worth pointing out, and w we've said this many times throughout this, but the feedback on this, uh, oh, I think we're all incredibly thankful for it because uh, at a certain point, I feel like especially this year, when there's a lot going on and we are all sort of assessing our prejudices and our um, failings and the gaps in our knowledge uh, when it comes to societal issues. Uh, uh, it's okay to just check our egos on this shit and acknowledge that we are, you know, we are fucking up here. We have spectacularly, um, but that uh, we are grateful to have been called out on something like this. And I mean, for me, it's just, it, it, it sort of just zeroes us in even more to making sure that our company grows in a way that helps make sure that stuff like this doesn't happen again and that we're bringing voices of people from our community, uh, from the Watcher community, um, to this fan base. And honest, and I have to also say, if you were incredibly hurt by this and you... Uh, I saw some people who were like, I think I might take a hike for a little bit, if not permanently. And I get it. And, you know, I'm incredibly sorry. Um, and I understand. Um, so... Uh, to 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 re-say that oft-used phrase, we will try to do better. Um, yeah. I, I think you did say a really good thing there, too. Not to say that everything else was bad, uh, but you did. <laughs> but um, I think, you know, when you say something like we should try to get better and try and learn and grow from this, I think one of the more important things to take from that is there really should be no ego involved in being an ally. Like, there's always more that you could learn. Um, and to, to have a misstep or, you know, times when you mess up, not take that as like, well, I guess I'm going to abandon ship. I don't understand. And take that as like, okay, now I know. And now I'll be even an even better ally from that point on. And you could only do that if there is no ego attached to it. Yeah. Um, which is a very a valid point and something I'll definitely stick on to as well. And look, feel free to call us out on shit. It's very easy. I mean, people in the fan base and our audience, they see a, a fraction of a percent of our existence. And it's very easy to look at us and be like, oh, wow, Shane retweeted uh, AOC. What a, what a liberal guy. Like, yes, I'm very, I'm very left-leaning, but I am far from perfect. Uh, I could be doing more. Um, none of us are, are like as infallible as, as uh, 
any sort of mythos that has sprung up around us. Um, I so yeah, I don't know. I I, I just uh, if we've disappointed you, um, we apologize. Um, sometimes we're disappointing people because we're human beings, and we we will, like I said, be trying to be more on top of our shit. Well. And next week on the podcast, what are we talking about? <laughs> okay, so I hope this has been a helpful conversation. Um, like I said, it's probably not enough, and we're all going to be uh, very conscious of of uh, the things we do going forward. And uh, To close it out, it's just, you know, for people who are hearing this, and giving us the opportunity to apologize. Um, thank you for still believing in us and know that we don't you know, take that trust lightly, which is why something like this hurts so much. So just wanted to say thank you. And yes. this is not the end of the conversation. Um, I know for myself, I will continue to be listening. Our whole company, our leadership team here, we want to grow, we want to change, and we want to make this company a safe space for everybody. And while we did not do that this past week, and we are deeply sorry for it, we're going to do everything in our power to make that happen in the future. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>